0: So, I'm going to start with a short introduction about you. Um, So, like, the the most important things I'd say um, are that you started here in the Netherlands with studying creative technology, right? So, um, did that also until your bachelor. But what is more interesting, I think, is meanwhile, you already started a couple of businesses. And... um, the, the biggest ones lately were basically Air and Lensball. And also, meanwhile, that you started a hard start as well for the community of entrepreneurs. And what I think is really, um, one of the remarkable things about that is that you really do the things you say. You really execute. Thank you. It's very kind of you. No Always. And maybe um from from your perspective now, okay, what to give you like a whole better overview about everything, like where where we're coming from, what do you want here a bit more in detail okay. maybe what I can tell.
1: Yeah, of course, of course.
0: So like, like beginning early on?
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Hmm. Well I always lately I've been thinking a lot about like what uh well, now we're going way back, but like what events in your, in your younger years like develop you into uh, with the person you are now? Or kind of mold you into the person you are now? And I've always kind of wondered like what happened to me that uh, made me uh, the way I am. Not that I'm, not that I'm special, I'm just curious. Um, and I haven't really figured that out, so maybe we can, we can first go back to uh, a bit more present things. And mm-hmm. Then later, later come back to that. Um, no, I think uh, my my university years, um, yeah, it was a it was a magical time. Really, really, uh, it was it was fantastic. Uh, also, lately, I was I was sitting with a friend who I was hanging out with a lot during my study, and I was like, "Damn, don't you miss it?" And he was like, "Yeah, I miss it, but on the other hand, like, I'm kind of like, I'm fine with that. It's not there anymore," and I was like. Okay, that's maybe a better way of looking at it. So often I was very nostalgic about uh, my university uh, time, although it's only last year. Um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, where is this going? So when, um, yeah, well, I, at the, I think the university itself contributed a lot to what, what we have done. I think uh, it's a very perfect place for anyone that wants to kind of do their own thing and uh, discover who they are. I mean, I mean, you know this. It's a very kind of free environment in the in nature, which I think is really, really important if you're trying to kind of come to your senses. And there's no one to tell you that you cannot do something. And that sounds a bit cheesy, but it's very true. Like there's just there's literally no one. There's just other students, and everybody's very open minded. And uh, yeah, you surround yourself with people like you. And there, there's just back in Amsterdam, a lot of friends who always they would insinuate that certain things couldn't be done and I understand why I've done that in the past as well to other people um, but uh, at the university you didn't have that and you didn't have any like reality distractions we always said it's mm. a little bubble and that's really great for when you want to
0: develop yourself and, and your career and um, then for me it's quite interesting okay why did you choose to go from Amsterdam to Enschede? why do you want to study in Enschede?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I, I used to do an internship at a startup in Amsterdam, uh, really great people. Uh, and uh, I think after, uh, I left them because I went traveling and that was, you uh, know, it, it sucked, but uh, I wanted to go travel that year, I took, took a year off after high school. Um, and I, I told them like, oh, okay, I'll come back afterwards or I'll, go, or I'll go studying, but I'll only go studying if I find something that I really love. And like most things with me in life is that I'll just let it kind of, if I cannot make a decision, I'll just kind of let it continue until the decision has to, like it's kind of, no, until the decision is made for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have some more recent examples of that as well. Um, but in this case, uh, I, I just couldn't find a, well, no, I, I didn't look for a study, so I couldn't find one. So I'm kind of embarrassed <laughs> to say sense, it, yeah. that at some point my, my mother, uh, <laughs> She was like, okay, you gotta have to do this studying thing, man. You're only out of high school, you cannot just not study. Which, looking back, I really agree with, I think. Uh, if you have the kind of luxury to study, you should go for it. Um, well, I mean, you should you should not, we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> you should do whatever you want, whatever the hell you want. <laughs> um, so, uh, she found, she, she said, okay, there's this course in Twente, in getting back to that, And uh, she set up a kind of a viewing for me. It's kind of this day where you join a student, and uh, Mm -hmm. I did that. And uh, I was instantly sold. Like, as soon as I entered the campus, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go. I knew 100%. And the funny thing is that the guy who kind of gave me the tour, I ended up taking his room on campus, which was super random. Uh, Funny thing, it was also kind of like me, so he he liked the whole entrepreneurship thing. And... uh, so, I guess that kind of contributed to it. But I think it's one of the best decisions I made in my life, if not the best decision. Yeah, leaving Amsterdam. Although
0: Amsterdam's a great city. And then afterwards, what happened after you decided to study? Why was it the best decision ever? I
1: think like I, back then I really got into training. And uh, and it like, I think in Amsterdam it was just a lot of partying distraction. And I remember in the first couple of weeks at uni, I was also still kind of partying a lot because I was used to it from, uh, from Amsterdam. Um, but the kids here weren't, re- weren't really used to it. So, so quite fast, already. I just didn't have many people to party with. Um, actually, that's not true. There's always you, guys to party with. But uh, You went not too crazy on parties? <laughs> well, I remember I had this like 10-day streak in my first week of the university where 10 days straight, I was like, every night we were partying. Uh, but then like very quickly already, I, uh, I started training a lot which I was doing in Amsterdam, I was getting into it, um, but I was very busy with my job, I remember, and it was just difficult to stick to it. And here, as I said, there's just no distractions. I, I could do whatever, whatever I wanted. Um, and I also started rowing that year. I, I joined the, the crew, the University of Twente rowing crew, a team of eight heavy guys, and uh, you're not allowed to drink. So uh, very soon already, after two weeks, I wasn't allowed to drink. So even mm-hmm. if I wanted to, like,
0: uh, they would have kicked me if I, if I would drink. And that was then one of the parts which were really uh, good for you, or which you really see as positive impact. Oh yeah, absolutely. You mean uh,
1: just coming to campus or the rowing? The rowing. Yeah, the rowing was fuck. That's that's (laughs) that's that's insane. Like I think, uh, God, like um, I cannot really describe how tough rowing is. It's uh, uh, it's the most fucked up thing you can do. Like it's so hard, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I think only rowers could understand what it is like to do a row training. Um, it's like this fucked up combination of cardiovascular activity and uh, and well, just just cardio and muscle muscle training. And I don't know why, but it's the it's definitely the toughest thing I've done. You train seven days per week. Uh, you have to stick to a certain diet that uh, requires you to eat a lot. And, um, you, you know, like, you just get very disciplined. It was very good for me. I did eventually leave the team after a couple of months.
0: After a couple of months already?
1: Yeah, after a couple of months. Uh, after like three or four months, maybe. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of... Uh, I, looking back at it, I'm still kind of making up... Well, I don't dread over it, but I'm just curious, like, what kind of led to that. Uh, I think it was just a frustration with... I had such an insanely busy schedule, and I realized the, the only reason why I came to the university was to start my own business. I, I mean, of course, I also wanted to study, but that, that was really the main reason. You knew
0: that from beforehand already? Yeah,
1: because I used to work at a startup, and I always knew that that's kind of where I wanted to go. Wow. Uh, and I kind of ended up in this, in this weird rowing thing where I would just be eating 5,000 calories per day and just hang out with these eight other dudes who were just, you know, all you would think about and talk about is rowing. And uh, I think after four months, one weekend, I went to Amsterdam and I didn't row. And I realized how like, m- like h- how much I was missing because I was rowing. And the uh, Monday afterwards, I quit. Very uh, instantaneous. And I was actually very... I, th- I think some of the guys still don't talk to me over that. Because I was always the most like enthusiastic, the most motivated guy in the team. And I also had the best times in the team. So rowing times. Ooh. Um, so like that was just my technique was shit but, but I had the strength and uh, I, mean, I mean I it came out of nowhere for them and I cannot really describe how close you get with people that you row with it's, it's just like they're I really consider them to be some of my better friends and I remember after that like some of them just wouldn't really like talk to me or say hi to me anymore and I, I understood because it just came out of nowhere and I kind of regret the way I handled that yeah.
0: and you also said that um this had a huge positive impact on your like the, the whole life later on, yeah. also in re- uh, relation to the business that you started um, mm. in times of, in terms of um, the discipline you learned.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, well, yeah, it's kind of con- it's kind of contradicting because I quit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I think I, I I really it was a it was very like kind of conscious choice to quit. I think it was already kind of coming up in me without noticing it, and uh, I feel like you know sometimes you make decisions that are maybe not necessarily good for the short term, but they are good for the long term. And I, I, as I said, I don't regret it. I think it was a good decision. In terms of discipline, I think discipline is a very, uh, very big one. Um, yeah, I mean, just in general with training, um, being able to stick to something every single day and uh, look like when you're doing business I, i've always thought of it this way uh, when you're doing business there's a million different ways you can do business but when you' so so it's 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 not like very clear always what you should do and of course you know there's creativity and and, and uh, a lot of other kind of skills soft skills and hard skills that come into play so a lot of people they want to start businesses but it's very difficult for them to know where to start uh, and with training that's like the opposite like it's really really you just you just do certain exercises and you know okay like we can argue about like the technique and the things you do but uh let's assume you've uh, read your articles and watch your youtube videos you just do certain exercises you eat certain food and uh, you get results so it's a very very i think a nice kind of How do you say that? Like a gateway towards uh, getting disciplined in business as well, because it just really shows you that okay, if I put in the work, I I, I can do this. This this is not impossible to do if I just stick to it for many many days and uh, many many reps. uh, It's going to be all right. Uh, So I always thought of it that way. Training is the number one reason probably that uh, that I can stick to, just showing up every day. Uh, And I don't mean that in a show offy way. I mean I have days that I'm very unproductive, uh, but but I'm able, yeah. Somehow I'm still able to stick to it. Yeah,
0: that's really kind of admirable that you really stick to it all the time.
1: Well, thank you. I, I mean, like as I said, there's I, I'm, and I'm working on that. There's days where I'm, I'm really unproductive, and uh, that also kind of becomes a pitfall where you're just like, okay, if I show up every day, business will thrive. And it's a very dangerous thing to think, you know, because it's yeah. not true at all. It's it's about how much you can put out. So I've kind of f- fell for that. Like in the last half year, I had a couple moments where I was like, "Yeah, well, I'm showing up every day, so things must be going great." And if I looked at the productivity and the output that I was having, it was just minimal. And uh, you know, so that's a very like, it, yeah, that's it, it, called a plateau in training where you just you're not progressing anymore. And uh, it's the same with 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 business, I guess. Uh, so you you have to stay conscious of both. Yeah. About everything you do, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, about everything you do and that's very difficult, man. Like, um I took a holiday recently and that was that was good. That really helped. Um, yeah. Now then I'm on my own. I notice that helps because I'm questioning everything. Uh, mm. normally I work with a partner and he's not here for this week. And uh it's actually quite I'm quite surprised with that. It's uh it's kinda that's kinda nice in a way. <laughs> not not like like I'm 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 lonely as shit here, but like, uh, it's kind of nice that, uh, you're kind of revisiting everything you've done. Um, and it's refreshing.
0: Yeah. Did, did you also then revisit how, no, wait, wait, why you started, um, this business right now, but also in general, why you really wanted to do entrepreneurship?
1: No, I don't think so. No, no, not, not, not of, not of light. I know I can pay myself a good salary right now. So that's like a very, very clear thing of like, okay, well, uh, something must be going right and I can make my own hours and, uh, yeah, I, that that's nice. But then again, I've also never really worked like an office job, like in a nine to five style. So I, I don't know how that is. Um, well, I've, I see progress and, uh, as long as I see good progress and we have a very clear goal. Uh, so as as long as we can kind of keep progressing and going towards that, uh, yeah, well, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, like I don't question necessarily why I started like very often. I do think I've, lately I've thought of what, what got us here, so I'm trying to do you know a bit more of that. Did yeah. you get some insights in it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think what got us here is just like uh, <laughs> over communication, at least. For my part Uh, So I I try to do that a lot lot again And I I see that it helps It's just very, very draining And like, you know, it can cause burnout So I have to be careful But uh, this week I'm definitely at it again With bothering people With uh, a lot of information (laughs) No, but yeah, you know what I mean Yeah, yeah. I do, I do Um, Yeah What do you want? No, no, just... uh, Nothing. You can, do you have any other things you want to
0: go. Yeah, I, I would really, um, like to know what, um, brought you into, um, the business you are in right now. The, with Lensball for example. Yeah. Why or like, how did, did that start? Yeah, that was super random. That was
1: super random. I think, uh, yeah. I would have to go back all the way. Basically, uh, it was kind of an emergency thing. Like, uh, like the thing is, as, as we already talked about, like, uh, we, we mentioned that a lot of people, they want to do entrepreneurship, but there's a small portion of them which are going to pull through in the end. And that's normal. That's with everything. Uh, but I always knew, even in my last year of uni, that, like, this was it. Like, I'm going to do this, and this is just what. And I have bills to pay. I have a girlfriend to take care of. I have myself to take care of. Uh, so like I already saw like oh well, this air business is just this is not gonna cut it like uh, like f- I cut my parents off during summer uh, Financially so I was on my own uh, I had a bit bit of savings left, but not much. So I, I just <clears throat> Yeah, I, it was kind of an emergency thing that worked out
0: kind of Pretty nicely for emergency.
1: Well, yeah, I worked out in good ways for me and in bad ways for the people I was in business with, which is still something I kind of uh, regret. Oh, again, I don't, I don't regret it. I think that there's valuable lessons in it for both me and my my ex-business partner. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, what well, wasn't necessarily positive It was good, like, financially, as I just said. But, yeah, what is that? That just kind of took the financial stress away, which I can tell you, like, financial stress is a f- fucked up type of stress. I don't think... Uh, if I, I had it for, like, two months when I was uh, out of summer and Lens Bowl is not yet, like, profitable, damn, that is fucked up. Like, I've never been so worried in my life. Like, I'm really, like, if I'm not in control of, of, of these things, like, I, I get super, yeah, uh, anxious, I guess. Uh,
0: yeah. So that was um, already quite a difficult situation and experience, I guess. Yeah, it was a very good
1: experience for me. Because I kind of learned like what it feels like to be completely on your own. Uh, girlfriend just got a stable job; uh, she got a nice salary. Um, I was here in Enschede. Yeah, it's, it's, she got an apartment for herself in the, uh, in Utrecht, and uh, yeah, that was that was that was some dark moments, definitely.
0: Yeah. W- would you say that was? Uh most learning experience or is there anything else what you think um gave you the biggest um positive learning experience
1: Mm. well i don't know if it was positive and i don't know if it was learning but it was definitely toughening Ah. so like i know like okay it kind of sounds maybe a lot of people for a lot of people this is just kind of maybe a bit more normal Uh, but for me it it was very new and uh Yeah, to be without income, to, like, have claimed that, you know, you're going to start a great business and uh, you're going to, you know, uh, change the world or whatever. And then, like, to be out of union, be left with almost nothing. Um, And the things I mentioned earlier, and I don't mean to sound, like, sorry for myself. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was more, like, upset with myself that I hadn't, like, done it yet. Um, So, yeah, that was definitely... uh, that was that I can like if I can go through that like I I know I can go through almost everything, yeah. And I turned the business around like I, I, as I said I, I perform very well under under pressure. So uh, uh, yeah, I can say that for myself. That's weird. Some people that that, that doesn't, again doesn't mean like I don't want to show off with this, but it's just <laughs> like I know that under pressure I usually uh, get most creative and uh, I, I work the hardest, obviously some people have the opposite where they completely shut down creatively and they cannot get anything done uh, and I kind of have the opposite so I always try to create some stress for myself uh, or or some
0: deadlines yeah Yeah. for me it it changes from time to time actually like sometimes it it works totally fine that on deadlines okay I need to have that done until then or I fail for example in uni then somehow (laughs) magical wise it works yeah but I think when it goes to creative work, deadlines are the worst for me. Yeah. That's, I think, yeah. really yeah. different from person to person, maybe. maybe. Uh, yeah. Or Or maybe from task to task. So yeah. for me, it doesn't work with creative work that I say, okay, until then yeah. I want to have a fi- finish, and I don't have, I can't just kind of perform that. Yeah.
1: But you do work very well under pressure with, like, just work that you know how to do yeah that's yeah. totally
0: fine and super efficient then
1: yeah I guess that's kind of what most people have. I, I uh, in the um, book mastery from Robert Green he talks about it uh, as something called death ground yeah where um, you give yourself no way out so like um, I think he said that the Spartans used to do it that they would burn their whole fleet as soon as they would land on an island to show or like land on a beach or something to show that they couldn't go back if they wanted to which would make every man fight like twice as hard because he knew there was no way out wow. um, also in, in, in war they do that right like uh, it's, it's a common strategy I think for certain parties to take very good care of their uh, their captives so that the people they're fighting against know that, like, okay, if I surrender, I'm fine. Like, they're not going to torture me. While as, you know, if you're fighting against someone who you know they're going to kill you if they, they capture you, yeah, you're going to fight, like, you know, that much harder. Of course, yeah. yeah. so that's a, a good strategy.
0: Also, so, like, a small hack for, I don't know, if you want to get up early or anything, like, smaller things, not, like, war. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for example, also... Work that if you have like an automatic post on, for example, uh, Facebook or Twitter or something. And you write there, for everyone who reads that and sends me a message, gets $5 or 5 euros or whatever. Uh, so you have to get up before that time and make that happen or stop the, the message. That doesn't work for me. No. I've tried similar strategies. I'll
1: tell you why it doesn't work for me. You don't care about money? No, I, I cannot give responsibility away. As soon as you do that, at least, like, I've, I've tried this many times, this time, and I'll tell you the example uh, in a bit, uh, but as soon as you give responsibility to other people, which is kind of what you're doing, right? You're kind of putting yourself out yeah. there, asking for help. Um, as soon as I do that, I don't feel responsible for my own task anymore, so mm. I tend to just uh, fall back. Yeah, I had a lot, a lot of times with smoking, or like always, I used to smoke, and... Uh, Damn, my parents don't listen. Fuck, <laughs> <But>, little baby. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and I, I tried to quit many times. Oh, I, I think I was quite addicted. I smoked like half a pack a day. At some point, uh, I was fifteen, sixteen. I don't exactly remember. Um, and the, like, I again, I tried to quit many times. And the only time that I managed to quit was if, like, in the first like six months, I just didn't tell anyone. So people were like, "You don't smoke anymore? Like, what's up with that?" And I would just be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Or and uh, that was a, that, because it was my thing. You know, I could kind of like, this, this is kind of my project, and uh, I'm the one in charge. And yeah, that worked much better for me somehow. Mm. So uh, this never works for me. And I think it, never, it doesn't work for anyone. Fuck that. For anyone? No. I, I cannot imagine it working for anyone. I've seen it so many times going wrong where people are just like, yeah, okay, this week, you know, we're going to do this. No, no, no. You're going to do that. Don't tell anyone. Keep it to yourself.
0: All right, that's that's your kind of hint for everyone. Nah, no, that's
1: not my that's not my uh, theory. That's just truth. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like it's weird. I just uh, uh, I am, I'm guilty of it myself, of course. Still, where I tell other people I'll do certain
0: things, like with the veganism, mm-hmm. I feel stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Um, and you just keep saying that almost every day. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm again for 12 hours a week. <laughs> every, almost everybody is that from time to time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I,
1: I was it for another 48 hours now. So uh, Wow. What you got? <laughs> 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 no, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, truth. A lot of truth to that, I think.
0: Is that also somehow connected to uh, how you see money when the, the thing doesn't work if you for example have to spend five bucks for everyone who reads it? Is that somehow connected to or in general how do you see money at first? Well okay uh, well yeah no I, I I
1: don't think money helps with that at all. I think uh, no. I've seen also that. Again all like Amsterdam is a smoking city. I don't know why everybody smokes. Did people smoke in your high school? Not really. Seventy percent. I'm not kidding. Like, almost everybody smoked, uh, which was weird. But I also saw the most ridiculous things for people trying to quit. And there was always money involved. There was always, like, some bet going on. And we yeah. would always lose. I don't know why. I guess it's just a lot weaker, the incentive for money, than people think. I guess that's also kind of what I think. is that, yeah, money is uh, really great. Yeah, it's, now that I'm finally making some money, like, I'm really ha- very happy with it. I think you should get your financial shit together. I I think you should plan your own money as if you're planning for your own business. That's important stuff. Like people, it really annoys me when people brush off money as something unimportant. Mm. Yeah, I cannot, that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I'm not saying money, like I'm not a materialistic person as far as I know. I own five sets of clothes. uh, I'm, I'm content with that. I uh, I don't have any ambitions to get get a big house or a big car, but I sleep much better at night knowing that I have a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money yet, the, but the, like the more the more I like save, the the better I like. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a kind of the enabler of life. So if you ever need anything, in that sense, uh, there's something very attractive to me to being just looking ordinary but being being like filthy rich. I don't know why and it's
0: just like super, it's like whoa, it'll be like so <laughs> So nobody sees that you're rich but actually you can just smile and know yeah. I got more than you <laughs> Yeah, like that,
1: that was like something we talked about with my friends last week and I was like yeah, you just dress up like, not poor but just like or orderly, ordinary and uh, you know whenever People give you shit, or like, but well, you're just like, yeah, I could, could buy you probably, could buy your family, could buy your house. <laughs> there must be something really like uh, satisf- satisfactory to that. Um, no, I don't think, I don't actually think there is anything, uh, there's no satisfaction in that, but there's truth to just, um, yeah, just just having money, having your financials together. I think that's very important.
0: People underestimate yeah.
1: like that. Always people tell you, yeah, go. Do what you love and and that's of course number one but you have to be able to come by like how are you gonna you cannot be dependent on anyone anymore um, at some point
0: so yeah I think it also connects quite a lot to um, the discipline you mentioned before because once you at least earn a um, amount of money and from job or anything else Then you need the discipline to, okay, how do, how do you want to structure it to, um, to give it out to expenses, um, to, um, keep it, what savings. So that, there goes a lot of structure and I think also discipline into it. Yeah. Um, and therefore it's, I think it's not only really connected to, um, yeah, how you like money or how much money you make, but rather really the mindset on, okay, this is like important stuff. How do I go about it? How do I structure it? And really the mindset behind, okay, how do you want to also structure, like, my life, the approaches, so that that um, doesn't only say some, something about money in general, and money in specific, but also ge- generally most of the time about the person itself. Yeah. So, so there's also, like, a nice quote, um, how do you want thing? you do everything? I think that is also quite related to, to money, especially. Um, and so, this, yeah... I don't know but I think that really um, shows something about a person as well even though uh, not really whether they have money or not but how they think about it yeah absolutely no absolutely yeah
1: and uh, there there's also some um, I mean you can really not care about money and just uh, get by with uh, you know bare minimums that's also fine like if that works for you just
0: doesn't happen to work for me yeah. and I know then that quite many people have that okay um why do you get, get up I, I need to make money that's the reason why I have to get up in the morning at 7 uh, or something yeah and I know that's not the case for you what is what is your reason for that it's really like you get up really early all the time almost every time <laughs> why um Cause you gotta you gotta you gotta keep fucking yourself up. <laughs>
1: no, you gotta you gotta put yourself in some stress. I feel like uh, I'm trying to figure this stuff out, so it's really hard for me to give a good answer. Um, which you know?
0: stage stage are you right now? Like,
1: I'm at a stage where I I, I I'm inclined towards one approach, but the other approach is also still very tempting. I'll t- I'll tell you which approach I'm inc- inclined towards, but it just Kind of fucked up. It's, it's not a good prospect for the rest of my life, which basically means um, that I I cannot indulge in anything. So I cannot. Yeah. So um, you know what that means? Yeah. Maybe explain oh, in, and, and indulge is just like get uh, give into your cravings, I guess. Yeah. So I cannot give into my cravings at all. And there's a couple of cravings, you know. There's uh, all the obvious ones: sex, sex, and drugs which, uh, yeah, that's, that's already very difficult to, to ban out of your life. Uh, well, sex, drugs, it's drug is easy, I guess. Um, but then, um, you know, there's other things, which for me, it's like, yeah, it sounds really weird, but it's, for example, taking a warm shower, or um, eating something that contains sugar, or uh, not sticking to my gym routine, Every week And that's also There's some ups and downsides That's why I'm saying Like I haven't figured it out yet Because there's also You have to like Break the pattern sometimes But I noticed that Whenever I give into one craving You know The others also start coming um, So like I tried this uh, New approach Where I was like Okay I'm just going to be A bit more flexible on myself So I woke up a bit later At six or maybe at seven Later And uh yeah, seven is, is already. I, I, it's very. It's quite late for me already. Right? Um, and then you know, I, I just went a bit easier on things, and I took things a bit easier, and, um, and that kind of worked in a way, in a weird way. That kind of worked as well for me because I was like, okay, well, I can. I was a bit more creative. I felt during that time, and I was. A, so much more relaxed like you've maybe noticed it as well after I came back yes, from my holidays tremendously I was just like oh, I'm just not gonna like you know stress over things as much and that includes all these things but then I also noticed like I'm just becoming like soft I feel. and I don't like that feeling I was just like I don't know I don't know how to explain it I'm just soft and people for people that want to know more about this you should absolutely listen to David Goggins um, oh yeah um, I think like it's kind of a, the king in this uh, in this field. Anyway, so I, I'm going a bit back to a more like kind of Spartan approach where I just have no exceptions to nothing. And um, that has worked for me for very long periods of time in the past, like four or five months maybe. But at some point, like, you just burn out. I had that last year around this time. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, but I, 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 that's the, my proudest periods in life where I can just put my head down and work. <laughs> yeah, man, it sounds so, like, motivational. I don't know. Like, it's just... You uh, know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. just... Uh, you just get stuff done and it's uh, very satisfactory for yourself. You don't need anyone else.
0: So how I heard it now, it seems for me, okay, you really want to have these times where you really want to execute no excuses at all for anything. Mm-hmm. But then after a certain amount of time you want to have a f- full break complete break of, of those things and so that you can focus on those afterwards again 100% and go for it yeah
1: you're doing so, the so what you're saying is uh-huh. have you seen that interview with Jordan Peterson <laughs> no I didn't say <laughs> oh, like, this interview about this woman and she's just constantly saying so what you're saying is <laughs> he's just like no that's not what I'm saying but no you're right <laughs> that is kind of what I'm, what I was getting at I guess, um, yeah, I mean, there's just a humongous fear for me that I'll just become this like deadbeat guy who's just laying on the couch and not do anything. So I like, guess kind of what I've been running from my whole life. So yeah, I can take breaks, but I'm very nervous during my breaks always. I'm always like, Oh, this is like not good, not good. Abort. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's just like, uh, I, breaks scare me always. Not, no way. Yeah, like I get to relax more than usual, of course, and it's good because I I, I don't think about work. But uh, it's hard for me to relax with these things. It's Still hard for me to drink alcohol on break. Still hard for me to like eat a donut on break. Although last break I kind of I indulged, you know?
0: <laughs> you know. I was kind of fed up with uh, with everything. Usually, many people are really looking forward to finally having their breaks and feeling. Totally off the work or anything? Yeah. It's totally not you. Well, I love breaks, but
1: I just, I'm always uh, afraid to indulge. So, an ideal break for me would kind of be like a meditation camp, where I just kind of like, I stick to my normal routine and I eat my food, but like, I can't work. Like, I just cannot, I cannot uh, look at my phone, I cannot interact with people. I mean, with physical people, not, not online. Uh, so I always like, kind of dream of this break while, where I'll go just hiking or something like that. But my girlfriend hates hiking and camping. So no. like, I just can't do it right now. So I need to find someone who I can do that with. Who is just like, where we can just work out, stick to our routines, wake up early, and uh, yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. And go hiking. <laughs> yeah, go hiking. That's like That sounds really good to me. No, I think that would be the ideal break for me, for, for real. I, I'm, I'm not last year my girlfriend dragged me to this Turkish resort <laughs> I'm not sure about that stuff I'm not sure it's like all included all inclusive you know I can't do that it's just uh, I get super nervous so all I was doing was like reading trying to like educate myself luckily I brought a lot of self-help books and uh, she was like hey, you're reading a lot you is one of the-? and I was like no, no I'm just <laughs> reading she was drinking cocktails I was reading um, no it's an extreme of course I also do and uh there's, I, that has to happen sometimes. So that balance, the balance, but maybe there shouldn't be a balance. I follow some guys who tell me there should not be a balance. It's just life is just pain and you have to create it. Put yourself through some pain and you'll find yourself real quick. Who's that? Jocko Willing and David Goggins. They're both <laughs> yeah. ex-seals like seals or something <laughs> like that. No, I, I, I like them because... uh I can maybe relate in some ways to them.
0: So you want to do a SEALs uh, I want training. to be a military guy outside of the military. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Military, <laughs> military businessman. man. Well, I, yeah, I kind of...
1: Yeah, of course, there's some charm to that, man. That sounds really good to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just in general, the feel of like just being a young, rich CEO is, of course, a very... Bruce Wayne style, super disciplined, super healthy. I mean, that that, that doesn't excite you then. As a, as a young guy, I don't know what does, but uh, no, the the way I mean that is just like I, I take on the things that the military does, which is kind of enforces discipline,
0: but I, I don't have to like, fight. <laughs> you don't really have to go to the no, death ground. Like, <laughs> don't like fighting. Yeah, don't have to, like, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I go to death ground every day behind my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Keyboard warrior. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, if you would tell the, those people... They would, f- <laughs> they would laugh at me. Right? Like, Who the fuck are you? They're
1: stupid businesses. I don't know. <laughs> stupid businesses. No, but that's the thing. I've also recently noticed that I'm so, like, um, n- not knowledgeable about certain things. And I often, like, overestimate how good I am at things. Like I went boxing recently, with just, those old dudes you, you just said. Yeah, and also yeah, well, old dudes and also kids my age, I guess. Um, yeah, I just got schooled so hard. Like it was so embarrassing. No way. Uh, not embarrassing. I, I honestly, like, I don't get that easily embarrassed about these kinds of things anymore because I already am aware. But I was just like, oh god! Like uh, I'm gonna have to. I was like a baby. Like I, I trained in the gym boxing for a long time. I just kind of punched the bag. <laughs> try to do something cool, but uh, yeah, I know nothing. And no. I, like, of course, I kind of expected that. Sorry, I'll let you finish. But... No, you um, wanted to go to sparing and then... Yeah, yeah, like I kind of expected that I, I, would, I would suck at it, but then uh, I didn't expect it to be this bad. So, yeah. You got
0: hit hard. Not that, I was just
1: thinking that they were kind of like, okay, we're going to have to like, kind of rebuild the entire like, kind of vocabulary you have from boxing. And, uh, rebuild you from the ground up. So, uh, forget everything, you know, so far. I was like, but, but I, I can box but But then I'm also like, you know, like, should I even listen to them? Should I just <laughs> make my
0: own boxing technique? Ooh. But, uh, that's probably make, make, the Bruce Lee and invent your own one. Yeah. Just my own style, you know, fuck yeah. it. No, no production,
1: no anything. Just, uh, just do, do whatever I feel like. <laughs> no, I <I'm> Probably not <laughs> a good idea.
0: Um, yeah, I'd like to hear it. I have um, maybe one a bit more in not not interesting, but like more bird's eye perspective question. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you do right now a lot of things on real discipline yourself and looking or preparing yourself for the future. And how do you see yourself then in five years? Ooh whoa one of these questions yeah no uh,
1: okay I wrote it down actually wow I can can grab it maybe yes you know if this is a podcast (laughs) you can
0: pause it now's the time for the funny uh, music in between
1: yeah Yeah. cue the music um okay yeah no I I wrote it down okay um it's two years I think five years so it's too long uh, right. I cannot do five years I, I might as well be dead in five years Well, getting that serious yeah <laughs> okay so I I, I wrote down uh, I'm man I'm sharing some personal stuff here okay <laughs> you want yeah, to grab it yeah no, I I just didn't expect maybe now you can read what I'm reading right now actually commit it yeah no now I'm sharing it <laughs> fuck now it's never gonna happen I can share with, uh, with, uh, the, with you, all the listeners at home. <laughs> so it says, uh, I'm writing the third wave of creating products people love uh, while doing what I love. Uh, the third wave for me is the business that comes after the newest business. It's kind of uh, the, These businesses are also enablers in a way, uh, both financially and knowledge-wise for us. So the uh, so third wave? Yeah, said? I call it the third wave. Uh, everything in university was first wave. Everything afterwards is second wave. No, everything that came out of university, which is also still walled dance for me, and Lenspo is second wave, and everything that comes out of that then, which is we're going to team up with experienced people, uh, we're going to properly structure our business (laughs) from the start, we're going to hire experienced people. That's kind of called third wave for me. We're going to do something that we both love, or that I really love. Um, I own a beautiful apartment where I feel at home and inspired. That's very important for me. I feel like uh, I'm very big on interior. I, I just... It doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be luxurious, but I, I need something that, that, that fits well for me. Um, Most people would consider it minimalistic. I, I like just a very minimalistic kind of look in your apartment. Um, also, in my room right now, I have like three pieces of furniture in total a bed, a rack, and a closet. And that's it. There's almost nothing in my room. Um, I have a few meaningful relationships with friends and colleagues that's of course very important and I've gotten to notice that's more important um, in the past years not the past years actually the past months more um, I'm hap- happily married to Svetlana my girlfriend I think that's also very uh, very important um, I get to travel when I want and where I want for work and personal life very important for me as well and then money is no issue and I kid you not I wrote down between 1 and 5 million <laughs> yeah no I think that's uh and I wrote this down like a couple of months ago, and looking back at it, I still think this is realistic.
0: In two years, one to five million in in per, total personal wealth, personal money. I don't know what net that worth. Yeah, no, net worth is something
1: different. Um, yeah, some I guess just cash I can spend. <laughs> well, hard money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know something like that. But I don't do this often enough. I, um, I don't know, man. Like this is shit this doesn't work for me. I cannot. Like I see these guys sometimes. I watch them on YouTube. Maybe we can talk about that a bit more. Like, yeah. it's kind of like that. Does that work for anyone? Like making all these lists of your life all the time. I also start them. Yeah, you start them. That's the thing. I also start them, but you never stick to them. And and the thing is, when I was trying to do a bit of YouTube, I I noticed myself getting into that same kind of guru pattern where I'm just saying things that I know are the best to do but that I'm not doing myself that's just such bullshit that pisses me off like all these I don't know man these people that tell you to make like all these lists and like of course you need to have some sort of goal and that's good and healthy but uh yeah no that really doesn't work for me and I honestly think that that's not because I lack discipline it's just I cannot do it just doesn't work
0: busted doesn't, doesn't work, work. doesn't Next. work <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. and what do you think might be might work better
1: uh, okay good one well what works for me personally but I'm not sure if it works so like not I think of it maybe it is I'm like this hmm okay I need to give this some more thought before I can uh, answer this Uh. Yeah, what works for me in, in what? Like
0: in, in terms of sticking to a plan, for example? No. Um, what, what I mean is, okay, the, those gurus on YouTube always say, okay, do those lists and that will help you to achieve more of the things yeah. or whatever. Um, do you have then something else, what do you do instead to achieve more? To yeah. be more productive or effective? Yeah, yeah no, that's a good one. Um, so
1: f- for productivity yeah, just if you run your own business it's really difficult right Like uh, some weeks there are things where you have to do things that you really don't want to do there are things that you don't really don't want to do and maybe you're less productive then other weeks there are things that you really uh, do want to do and you're super productive so yeah, it's difficult like I've tried this thing for example do the, f- the hardest thing first in the morning yeah, I don't know, it doesn't really make a difference for me. I've tried it many weeks, doing the hardest thing in the morning. Then I'm kind of like, okay, hardest thing is done. Time to chill. I don't know, man. Like, in, I just don't think there's one approach to this. That's kind of, I'm, I'm sure I can find the right approach for myself. Uh, and I haven't done it yet, and to be honest, I'm, as I said in the beginning, like, I'm still not as productive as I want to be. Um, what works very well for me is if I have to report to someone. I've mm-hmm. that I'm very like, I like that. Like when someone tells me you cannot leave before that time. I like to be coached as weird as that is because I'll probably end up, hopefully end up coaching other people my whole life. I like that a lot. When just someone tells me like, okay, you're going to do this now. And you, like, in a sense, I'm losing control. Uh, like, I, I like to have to train with someone who's just like, yeah, you're going to do this. Because it takes away that whole, like, kind of self-pressure that you have to, to make. And uh, it's, again, like, kind of the death row. I think, for example, when I ran a marathon, I signed up for the marathon. I cannot just, like, go and run a marathon in a couple of months because I know I won't stick to it. So it's kind of the same thing where either you have to put really, like, inevitable deadlines for yourself. Or you have to have someone like beating down on you and just say, okay, you're going to do this. And if you're not. So that's I beat down on other people. In a hopefully mostly positive way. But yeah, I give them guidance. Yeah. You
0: give them guidance? Yeah. Ah. You don't think so? I do. Oh. <laughs> you can be honest. No, because before you said you'd like that other people kind of guide you. Yeah, so I, so I guide, guide other,
1: other people. Uh, because that works for me. But then I noticed that some people just really don't like to be guided, which I don't get. I'm like, well, I would love for someone to just come in and be like, okay, well, uh, today you're going to do this, this, and this, and uh, maybe I should do that. It's like a personal kind of coach, planner, who just sits down with me every morning and say, okay, Mark, you're going to fucking do this today? And in the evening, you're either going to die or you're going to have it done. <laughs> no, that's extreme. But you know what I mean? Uh, I that would work probably because I can still like kind of fire him.
0: Yeah, I'm still in control. It's bad. Yeah, and my girlfriend or something. Oh Cannot fire her! <laughs> <laughs> she would rather fire you than I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Now for me also. Yeah, um, tell me. Sorry, if, man. I'm only talking about myself. That's, that's what I want
1: to. Now again, interrupting Jesus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, it also didn't or doesn't work that I 100% stick over month or maybe years to one single thing and say, okay, I only make this one list and that's it. Um, at least for, for me, it really is that I'm quite easily inspired by other people and want to do either similar things or try all those things what they tried. And then I'm really enthusiastic about it and can do it for maybe weeks, maybe also months, and then see okay, wow, that uh, really super helped me right now in this this phase, and then afterwards just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I don't know w- w- what is then missing, some kind of uh, motivation or um, other, yeah, indicators or I don't know. Mm. Uh, but then I see a couple of days or maybe. You week later when I'm really pissed on me because I didn't do anything anymore yeah that I see another person like wow this is all he's really cool he got this shit together or anything yeah and then maybe trying to mimic that and that works again for a couple months maybe weeks I don't know yeah and for me that that approach I don't know if you want to call it an approach um, but um, that helped me at least really yeah um and so I don't see that I can really stick to one thing over the rest of my life, I guess. But yeah. rather see always new things evolve. And from time to time can then like maybe uh, adopt adapt more of those things. And um, yeah, that seems to help me more yeah. than just one thing and you do it for the rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I think that's for most young people. I think uh, as soon so as you get. So I'm the young person here, and <laughs> you, you're the only. Oh no, I'm also for me, I'm. Like, okay. It's just for people, uh,
1: I guess, uh, under the age of. Uh, well, name something. Um, where they. Uh, yeah, just trying out new things, see what works best.
0: And I hope that at some point I'll have it kind of figured out. That is the goal, I guess, that you really find something what. Works best for you, and you can stick to it uh, for a really long period. Yeah, but the hard thing is that you still need to be open for new ideas, you know? It's kind of difficult. Why, right? though, if you find your thing? Yeah,
1: but how do you know if you're ever there? You don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, no, it's,
1: just, it's true, though, right? Like, you'll never know whether this is your ultimate form, <laughs> your final form.
0: Your ultimate manifestation of something. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Um, Pay wise words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was uh, maybe the best part to, to end also. Oh, okay. Yeah, we oh, already yeah, have like five, 52 minutes. Whoa, that's Whoa. so fast. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And I know you're quite hard working, so you're probably already nervous getting back to your computer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> <But> thanks. <laughs> um, thanks a lot that you also wanted to do this podcast and help me with that. Happy to be on, man. Ha- happy that you're having me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the the most uh, listened podcast episode ever. I guess. <laughs> no, no, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. You you want me to put some information uh, in the description or anything? What you want to share still? No. No, no, people nothing. can just remember me like Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. <laughs>